All right, should Welcome. we let him in before we start? No. Okay. Let's start. Welcome okay. to the... I Well, maybe we should. Let him in. Have we let started? Him... Have well, we we, this is going to make the podcast for sure. Okay, well, let him in. All right. Well, I know this is on the podcast. Let him in. <laughs> How do you know it's a him? Oh, yeah. Oh. We... oh nice. A familiar face. A familiar face on the podcast. This is the start of the podcast where people will be, we hope, randomly joining through zoom with no pretense to what we're all talking about so this could be a crash and burn or it could be a win i've never really seen anyone do this before <laughs> i'm guessing it's probably a crash and burn but hey you didn't tune into this for something useful or good so welcome we have to our first podcast. we have our very first returning guest too mike introduce sure. our returning guests as I'm okay. just eating a banana here. Sorry. That's why I picked you, Mike. <laughs> that was a bad call. Take over for me, somebody. I, Mike. You have their full microphone shut off. We've got it? another guest. Uh, one second here. Let's just add people as they come in here and see Are what we can have. Need, Mike, you need to introduce the people because I like, hey, it's Adam O. <laughs> It's the uh, real dad of Moncton. I, Mike, I, help me. Stop eating the banana. Jesus. What are we doing? This is... This is off it, the rails, and it's been two minutes. All right. I'm back here. I'm good. Okay. Can you introduce people? That's like your thing. Well... Whose dog is that? Adam O is on. Adam, introduce yourself. Mike is failing today. <laughs> Bozo Construction, Ottawa, Ontario. Nice. Yeah. Who's our other, our other guest? Doesn't have the. I know he's a returning guest, Mike. But who's the other guest? Yes, real dad of Moncton uh, is Zach, right? His microphone is off. Microphone oh. is off. He must be running that shovel. He's running the shovel. Sorry, you got my full attention now. My dogs are fighting. I was eating a banana. We're good here. <laughs> Why did you let everyone in? <laughs> <laughs> You I told just, him to let everybody. Yeah, in. I thought we were going. Uh, that's true. I did. I did say that. So, what do you want to talk about, Adam? Oh, I don't know. The season just started for me today, and uh, me too. feels pretty good. Pretty nice. tired though. I'm working by myself. By choice or? Uh, half, half. I mean, I was. Uh, I love working alone. That's one thing. But um, also, the leads were like so slow this year that I was just. Not sure how busy I was going to need to be. But uh, anyways, I went from having no calls this week. It's just like my phone's flooded. So I guess I'm going to have to ask people last minute. Yeah. Yeah. Consistently, no one is still calling me. Really? (laughs) Holy cow. Might have to change from the pizza reviews to actual content. (laughs) (laughs) We are flooded, like swamped. Like I could hire five more guys and... Still, we would be swamped. It's uh, well, maybe yeah. I'll send my guys out to you. Yeah, we're doing what are we doing? What do we have coming up? A little entranceway tomorrow, and then one next week, and then we have to do our uh, working at heights on Monday. I didn't know that was an eight hour thing. Oh, it's a whole day, baby. That, that's a like, I didn't know they had you like tie in different knots and stuff. It's like, it's like some of the guys, guys don't even have shoelaces. How do you expect them to tie different knots? Like, is that uh, walls? What's that? You have to get uh, working at heights because of the walls, like the height of your walls. Uh, anytime you're on a commercial site, apparently you need working at heights. Yeah. Huh. Like, yeah. Well, we all have it. Everyone that works for us has it. Yeah. Adam, where I, are you located? Ottawa. Oh, nice. Well, you're doing residential work, Adam. Uh, yeah, mostly residential. I sneak in on commercial once in a while when uh, got some guys in town that uh, sometimes get overloaded. So I come in and take all their small stuff. Or you undercut Chad. <laughs> Whoa, no. you, have, but you, have, you know your numbers and have better control over your overhead? Uh, you know, I think I know my numbers until tax season comes and then I realize uh, shit. But anyways, you figure it out, right? Tax season. <laughs> tax season. Yeah, you feel so good until the tax man comes. That's truth. Or yeah. until you have to certify everything you own. 
Oof. Yeah. yeah. I've been pretty lucky with that. Like cost me an average of two grand a year. Holy cow. That's for each truck for us. And that's yeah. the minimum. I- I'm running one truck, two trailers, but um, still, I feel blessed with that. Like, it's really not bad. I think I spent two grand today in parts, <laughs> not the labor. <laughs> I think I spent everything we own. Yeah. Everything we own is fucked this year. Whatever. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. But I spent $2,000 consistently every day. Minimum of $2,000 for the last two weeks. I can't stop the bleeding. Like, I'm hoping getting to work will cauterize the money hole. How many ex- how many Chinese excavators have you sold? That'll cauterize the money hole. One. Oh, I got I got some guy in my neck of the woods cutting us all off at the knees. He's selling these things for like ten grand. Something like that. So I'm gonna go beat him up. Ten grand? Yeah. Did yeah. he buy them at the auction too? I don't know. Because that's not enough to resell. It's not worth the headache at ten grand. Maybe so. maybe his headaches are better than yours. Yeah, <laughs> maybe his headaches are better. Who knows? Oh, the real, the real dad, dad of Moncton is here. Is live, live. Can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're coming in clear now. How you doing? Yes, I'm, I'm doing good. Sorry about that. I um, I thought you know I might as well jump on. I saw it on Instagram, but I uh, wasn't expecting to uh, be on camera. I thought maybe. I guess I should have, unex- you know, expect the unexpected when it's with you guys. But <laughs> that's true. I had to, uh, you know, I had to, I had to make myself presentable. I guess. Is it? Is it Zach? <laughs> really? It is. Yeah, yeah. It's Zach, right? Are you yeah. worried about being presentable? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was, uh, I was just doing some work in the office with my shirt off. So I guess I just had to put a shirt on and, uh, Chad goes shirtless. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm shirtless on the podcast. He's done that. I don't got, I don't, tattoos. I don't have cool tattoos like, uh, like Chad though. So yeah. I don't have a tan either from going down South. So I had to put the shirt on. <laughs> I think my tan's gone now. Oh, well, it's coming back. That's, coming the back. One benef- that's the one benefit of being a landscaper. Yeah. T-shirt tan all year long. <laughs> Exactly. You can, well, tan's free. That's the benefit. Tan is free. The suntan lotion isn't. That's your benefit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I had to give someone the outside speech today. What's, how does that go? Uh, well, I was, we were driving back from dropping off one of the trucks to get certified. And he said to me, golf season's coming. I bet you can't wait. I said, I don't go outside. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, why? I said, I've been outside. I don't want to be outside. <laughs> Fuck outside. Outside blows. I want to be inside. My life always wants to spend the weekend outside. Screw the Like outside. doing something. Oh, let's clean up the yard. I'm like, I don't want to clean up the yard. Can we pay someone to cut the grass? Like, I don't want to do that. I don't, we don't have any grass. <laughs> well, the grass we do have, I depend on the neighbor to cut. I just hope for the best. Your neighbor, like, how big of a patch of grass do you have? Probably tiny. It's tiny. Backyard, no grass. No grass. There's a pool and uh, like a big patio. Is it a beautiful in-ground pool? No, no. My backyard has been neglected. Like it's so poorly done in comparison to the work we do. It's a, uh, it's shameful almost. My backyard like, was the worst project I ever managed in my whole life. By far, it was the most terribly managed, horribly done, ridiculous. Until I finally said, "You know what? I'm just going to get Drake to do it." And then Drake came and he did the job, and then it cleaned up and it got better and it got finished. Like our dogs couldn't go outside for like three months. I I feel I was close to being like kicked out of the house. It was just <laughs> it was a terrible, awful, horrible situation that I completely mismanaged and totally created. And it just was awful. I should have hired, so I should have tendered the job out and hired someone to do it and paid it and then gone and done the things I was good at and paid. And that's a lesson I learned from someone, a guy that I work for. Someone said, Well, why aren't you general contracting? He was building a huge garage and he's like, I'm going to go do what I do and I'm going to get this guy to do what he does and I stay the fuck out of his way. 
And that way the job will get done. It'll get done right. And it'll probably save me 20 grand from my mistakes and stupidity. But I didn't follow that lead. I had to learn it for myself. I should have just done it from the beginning with someone else. It was fucking terrible. Because you didn't like, you don't like doing interlock or like you're capable. Obviously. No, I just, just what was trying the... to do it. I was, well, we were working obviously. And it wasn't a priority because we were working. So there yeah. was like interlock piled in my driveway for 12 weeks. Yeah. And then like we was going to soccer on Saturdays or Sundays, whichever day it was. So it left like one eight hour period per week for this lone man to float all the equipment, do the shit. Like, and it was stupid. I shouldn't have never undertook it. I just, yeah, I thought I could get it done and I was totally wrong. Like horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> that I, I we missed. I misburied the gas line. I buried it. Didn't bury it deep enough. We had to redig it out. Like it was like. Why did they come and check your gas line? Oh, there's or... like a like. Our property drops so severely that you can walk out our patio door and step into the pool, even though it's above ground. That's how bad the uh, slope. Gotcha. So yeah. we we built a big retaining wall. To support the whole patio and the retaining wall is around most of the pool and then That's it's it. level yeah. the retaining wall is level with the pool so you come out it's actually two steps down and you're still level with the pool so we dug out the whole backyard for the because the pool is obviously big and flat and then we with the gas line though had to go like down like from where it comes out of the house like i don't know nine feet to get across the bottom and i just didn't put it nine feet in the ground or shoot it with a laser because <laughs> I'm a smarty pants who knows better. I don't know. This was my house, so it's all going to be fine. It was fucked. It was totally, totally fucked. All of it. it was just poorly timed, poorly done. Just And then it got to a point where it was like literally like fucking up our whole lives. And then that was when about the time Drake, it was the first thing he did for us. Like, or maybe he took a week off what we were, I don't know. But I was just like, okay, can you go do this before I like either end up divorced or like living in a parking <laughs> lot again or something because I have, and he came and he laid all the pavers and we had a new guy start to do it. We actually, it was the other guy. It was his first day and he started throwing up at the side of the house. So Drake sent him home. <laughs> Is that the guy who maybe warm protein, protein shake? Oh, no, that was a different guy. Totally different. It just it was, I, your workers are constantly throwing up, aren't they? No. <laughs> that, well, they don't, that guy doesn't work for us anymore. It's true. But the other, neither does the warm, the warm protein shake technically was subcontractor. So I have never hired anyone that is unsure whether or not they drank a warm protein shake. These two guys, I don't know. I don't know if these two guys have even heard that story. Is that released that episode? No, I don't think so. That's coming. That's to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's to come. There was a guy who came up to me on a job site and said, I have to go home. I think I might have drank a warm protein shake. I might have. I'm not sure if it was a protein shake. I'm not sure of the temperature. And I'm actually not even sure if I drank it. I think I might. <laughs> Whatever, buddy. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <sighs> so. Today so, I... Oh, go ahead, Chad. I went to... Have you ever done a requote on a job from three years ago? Or like a, a requote on a job that's a couple of years old and they don't remember you? No. And oh. You, uh, I have a weird story like that, but not exactly like yeah. that. So tell your story. So I showed up and the guy happens to be our seed retailer. And I pull into the drive. I'm like, I've been here before. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. I'm not sure if it was one year or two years ago, but I've been here before. And the wife comes up. She's like, I don't remember. I'm like, oh, fucking right. I remember. Like, remember the exact, I pulled up the quote today, actually. And uh, waiting three years is going to cost you about, four thousand dollars five thousand dollars on a job so anyway that's my Did story you close it uh i don't know well i didn't yet obviously i just i only went today i was in the process of writing the quote and then the podcast started so four thousand on one of the exact same thing yeah <laughs> four thousand um, out of how much how much is it now uh twelve ish Ooh. So it used inflation. to be eight? Yeah, it used to be eight. Now it's 12-ish. Jesus. But 
it might not have been the exact same thing. Like some things are a little different and yeah, we're going to make it a little bigger, maybe who knows, but I'm going to so, put the numbers to it. <clears throat> like, I don't know. This was like in the mid 2000, like say like 2007. I went to look at this random house in the middle of downtown Toronto, like in little Italy or little Portugal. I went to look at this random tiny house, quoted it, whatever. didn't get the job. In 2013, actually maybe it was like 2003. And then anyways, it was like, two, it was like seven years later. I get this quote request down there and I'm like, this address looks familiar. And I go down there and it was the same house, but it was a different owner who I'd never heard of had yeah. randomly called us. And so I'm staying in the backyard. I'm like, I've been to your house before, bro. And the guy's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I've quoted this house before, like this collapse. It was a, basement apartment and the wall was collapsing on the door. It was like, <laughs> like this hasn't gotten better in seven years either. This is like substantially worse. And the so the guy time, bought the house with a collapsed wall. Yeah. And he bought the backyard was all fucked up. And they, the wall, the reason I went there the first time was they wanted to rebuild the retaining wall around the stairs and rebuild the stairs to the basement. And then they just, I mean, when people get a, a quote for that kind of stuff, they think it's worth 2,500 bucks. Cause it's like shingles that they don't want to spend money on. And then it's worth fifteen thousand dollars. They're like, "Well, I'm not doing that." Okay, well then, the people who come out the basement door can die. I won't be here. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Whatever. Like, I. But they didn't hire me. And then, someone else bought the house and then randomly found me online. This is like it's four million houses in Toronto. Like I ended up in the same house with two separate owners that didn't know each other. I wasn't recommended to anyone. And the second time I actually closed the job and we went and did it. Right on. The second time I didn't fuck around. That was, was the price better or? No. no. I, well, I don't know. Obviously the not. Second one was, the second one was a crazy job. It had a a rolling automatic gate because it, you, you, it had to be a parking area. It had a, a full bar, like a custom shed that opened out into a bar. It was like that the backyard was literally like 20 by 20 and the, the job was like 125 grand. Hmm. It was crazy. I was just, I'm sure I have pictures. Of, I have pictures of everything I ever did. So there's somewhere there's pictures of it. It was insane job, like multiple pavers all in patterns. And it was, fuck. and then we built the stairs so that no one died. Like it was, it was a great, it was cool. It was, but the second time, yeah, I didn't fuck around. I closed that shit. That was a job when they first brought in all the tree shit in Toronto for all the tree permits. You got, if you're working near a tree, you need an arborist report. And, I, was, and oh. I call, I called the hotline, the tree hotline. And they were like, <laughs> we, we may return your call in the next five business days. I was <laughs> like, well, that's a good sign. <laughs> Are they more lenient with the tree rules now? No, really? No, you got to have like an art because there's a, there's a value to having a tree in Toronto. So the, on that job, the tree wasn't even in the backyard we were working in. The tree was two backyards over, but the canopy of the tree was overhanging our backyard. So they were worried, the owners of the tree, two houses over, were worried if there was any damage to the tree, it would affect their property value. And then they were going to sue the landscaper who hurt the tree. My God, it was an awesome situation. Well, Holy like cow. these people were like, "Can we? We want to do our." They called in May. They're like, "Can we do your do our job by the first of June?" And when I called and they said, "We may call you back in the next five business days," I said, "Yeah, dude, this is going to happen maybe next year." Like, wow. I don't know how long these tree people take. I think they're the tree people themselves are better now because there's better systems, and that was like year one. But if I go to Toronto and there's a tree there, I just say, "Sorry, I can't work here. I'll see you later," and I leave. Holy no, cow. It's not worth it. You're never going to recoup the red the money. tape. I don't know how either, you either that or you just do the job and hope that no one fucking shows up. Yeah. I stopped getting bylaw. I stopped getting permits in Ajax too. Because every time you got a fucking permit, someone just drove to your job site every day and harassed you. And there'd be a guy working two houses up with shit all over the street and garbage blowing down the road and cutting without water. And they'd be like, well, we, we, he doesn't have a permit, so we can't talk to him. Like, well, I want to be that motherfucker. 
why am I getting these permits? This is I just stopped. And then since I stopped getting permits in the town Ajax, no one's ever said a word to us about any job we've ever done there. Previous to I that, know. I was like number one on the hit list. <laughs> <laughs> like, what can we do to that fat fucking paper king guy? Nothing now. And now they don't know where I am. They got to find me. They don't even know which I've, bins are yours on the road, unmarked. We're getting stickers for our bins. Really? I started thinking about it. Uh, not that you can't peel stickers off, but I was like, these things are worth like seven grand. Yeah. Just randomly leaving them in the street. Yeah. I don't know. When that whole thing with the with DPR's machine getting stolen, it made me start thinking about a whole bunch of shit that we do. I was like, <laughs> maybe we should do things differently. I don't know. I got a similar story to the uh, <clears throat> going to the same address thing. What's here? There was a job, was a job I did um, when I was working for my dad. I must have been 16. So this is like 11 years ago. And last year, I randomly get this call to do this re and re in a neighborhood like 45 minutes away from me. So I don't even want to go in the first place, but go up anyways. I'm like, oh, shit, I know this place. And these clients were a pain. And it was some old uh, Celtic block with that palio curved step, like seven rises up, backfilled with GA uh-huh. and no breather wall or whatever you call it in the back. Like they had ants in the house and just like, oh, this sucks. Anyways, I go there, I do the consultation. I tell them what's wrong with the job. Little do they know I was the person who like patched it like, 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you guys don't recognize me? That's good. That's good. I'm not going to mention it. I'm like, yeah, we had somebody fix it, uh, you know, not too long ago. I'm like, mm, uh, 10 years ago. It's a fucking while ago. But anyways. But... Anyway, <laughs> they're like, can you offer a quote? I'm like, uh, you're looking at like, I don't know, minimum of six grand to do it. But I would recommend you find somebody else. We'd appreciate a quote. <laughs> you you, too. you like, told the clients you recommend they find someone else while yeah, you're there? I mean, well, if yeah, definitely. I was like, look, we have too much to do right now. It's a tight access, a reenery with Palio and Celtic Block in a yeah. tight backyard. For some clients, first of all, it, they were also a pain to work for, and just like a rotting house. I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna stay away from this one. So, yeah, I'm glad they didn't recognize me. <laughs> that's but that's the best thing to do is to end it end it quick. Yeah, yeah. They called for a quote, and I told them I'm not gonna do it. So. Yeah. Plus, I'm like 45 minutes away. I'm like, there's tons of guys around you. Just call somebody local. Yeah. I've I've told lots of people like I have no interest in working for you. Yeah. Maybe that's how I've arrived where I am now. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody thinks you have no interest in working at all. <laughs> I I like getting up and going to do things. It doesn't bother me. I don't know. I feel like I mean I guess. Like I did price a big commercial job that I think we'll probably get. Like I, I did do some stuff this week. I, I priced a ash. Someone called for like a asphalt driveway. I'm like, well, I guess we could rip it up and prep it. <laughs> I was like, yeah. sure, fuck yeah, sign me up. Like, let's do like, let's do that. Like, I, are there a lot of guys in your city who will just come and roll asphalt? Yeah, yeah. Really? Like, if it's well, already we get one of those calls though, because it says paver. Oh yeah, that would be annoying. I think it is. I'm kind yeah. of invested. Yeah. Yeah. Change it now. Interlock King doesn't have the same ring. Interlock Space King. Well, no. that might they might be able to get that name without an underscore. Yeah. You can look it up. I posted mm-hmm. like I have thousands upon thousands of um, planter pots at the yard. I'm sure you you guys have seen videos. So we loaded them into the dump truck, took them to the front of the yard today by the road where people can easily find them. And I posted it on Facebook Marketplace with everything they need to know. I'm like, there's, I'll tell you exactly what it says. Um, I can only imagine how this went for you. Wow. Fuck me. Um, Where's here? Where do you find that? Sorry, it's loading. I don't even know where to find it. My active listings. This is pure entertainment. This is exactly this is what people. If signed someone up for. doesn't hang up right now, yeah. Chad's try. Are you I'm giving, surprised? But are you giving the pots away? Or are you trying to sell them? No, I'm giving them away. 
They're gone. I guess like, if you're trying to sell them, that's no, no. Ter- that's a terrible idea. No, no, no. I the ads have hundreds of planting pots, various sizes for you to pick up at the address. Take what you need. I don't know how many are left. Take a drive by and see yourself. And I've had at least fifteen messages of people saying they're interested. How many are left? When can I come and get them? Etc. All shit that I don't have time to answer. Like I haven't answered a single message. Has anyone somebody. has anyone come to get a pot? Oh yeah, I'm sure they went through half the stack already. Really? Yep. Oh yeah. Pots are popular. Pots are popular, especially free. Everybody wants something for free, and then they want you to deliver them for free. So anyway, before like the weed thing was like totally legal. It was like semi, I don't know. It was in that weird time when it was, you'd get a permit or I don't know. It was before it was legal. Anyways, we had this job once where we went to do the demo and we walked in the backyard and it was just full of weed plants (laughs) in pots. I'm just thinking about it because of the pots. And it was like in October. So it was around like the harvesting period. Standing here going, okay, if something happens to these plants now, I'm fucked. They're gonna be like, your guys saw my plants and stole them. Yeah, like, like I'm in a bad spot here. <laughs> so, and then I think something happened. I don't remember the whole. And anyways, it was just super weird. We were like taking pit, like taking pictures and videos and stuff. <laughs> There's a neighborhood in my city. We were working um, in one of the the less fortunate areas of town. I guess is a nice way to say it. And some guy had a steel cage bolted to his deck out front and inside of the cage there was a weed plant growing on the like <laughs> but but it was caged in like uh so you can't some, steal it so, so you can't so well i'm sure you i don't think it would be too hard to take the cage off but um yeah it was just there for for your viewing pleasure but that was last year, I think. So things were legal. Uh, well, weed was, yeah. My story is pretty legal weed. Legal what or got, what? It was legal or illegal weed. Free. Free. Uh, Mike, no, free. We need like one of your topics. One of my yeah. topics. Yeah, bring on a topic. All right. Well, I want we're kind of touching I want the on. Guest, I want the guest to discuss the topic first, and I'm going to shut my mouth because I talk too much. Uh, when at the beginning of this discussion, we were talking about. Although, for the record, twenty-one percent of the people that listen to this podcast only listen to it for me. Chad ran a poll. Twenty-one percent. Chad ran the poll. I didn't even run it. I, One I would... of you ran a poll that said, "Should we end it?" Or I only listened for Mike, anyways. I was on that. Did you run that poll, Chad? Yeah, I ran it, but I forget what the. I was like twenty-one percent, man. Twenty-one percent of the people are just here for me. Two of you can go fuck yourselves with your other. 79% of the people that want to listen to YouTube. I'd venture if I dropped off, we'd still have the same amount of listeners. I think we'd have zero listeners. Because we would I, have absolutely zero. No, zero, totally <laughs> zero listeners. get out at all. <laughs> just me, me and Chad not even knowing how to record the fucking thing. All right. <laughs> Did you see how Chad posted the link in the Instagram uh, story? Yeah, I don't know how. I don't like know how the that unclickable link. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, as if people are going to sit on their computer and go to the store and type it. Yeah. So did it. you use that? Yeah, I took a screenshot of it and then I typed Gee, it in after. Oh did my it. goodness. <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, that's genius. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's so funny. How else oh. are you supposed to get it on your computer? Copy, paste. Copy, paste. <laughs> Oh, worked for man. me i had no i was like oh i better take a screenshot of that so i don't forget <laughs> i imagined people using their phones for zoom you can well, zoom in on your phone yeah i guess can yeah. You? Well, yeah, I yeah absolutely you can i think you can yeah i think mark I think or, I, uh, adam's on his phone right now i think i have zoomed on my anyways mike get to your question i fucking you, totally been cutting me thing. off three or four times here so okay we were talking about at the beginning uh work this season i don't know if you guys want to talk about how's your schedule going uh how far are you booked out 
And what kind of leads are you getting right now? Because up until today, I wasn't really getting much. And then today I all of a sudden had like six or seven calls. Um, but a few of them were not like even anywhere in my wheelhouse of what I would want to take on. But how are you guys going? Uh, consultations, uh, booking, backlog of work. And what kind of leads are kind of coming into your business right now? What's it look like uh, market-wise out there for you guys? Anybody that wants to do that, say. Yeah, it's a, it was slow, like crazy slow. And I just wish everybody could call me when it's snowing so that I could, you know, do as much consultations as I can before I'm installing. Because right now, like, it's hard to do all the installs and the consults at the same time. But anyways, um, I was kind of freaking out because this time, well, last two years obviously were unheard of but i was booking out you know three four five sometimes six months in advance without any problems and now it was like maybe a month in advance booked out uh and then just today as soon as i start digging my phone wouldn't stop ringing so i went from having month booked to now looks like within the next week or two i could probably get another few months booked some of them look solid some of them look like, you know, not great work, but if I don't have anything else going on, I'll take it. I kind of just, you'll take whatever you can get if you're busy, right? Yeah. Um, another thing I did is uh, signed up to be a UAC, um, Unilock oh. Authorized Contractor. Um, there's a bunch of, like, there's a hundred Tekel Pros in my area, and um, there's not a lot of UACs, and I like the Unilock line, so. Um, got one lead that came in today for that, even though I had not approved to be a UAC yet. So we'll see whatever. It is uh, break this for us. Is it a red logo or an <laughs> orange logo? Uh, I think it's orange. What? What? <laughs> what is this? Is orange? That's yeah, a darker, darker orange. Like, uh, <laughs> You think that something on the how to hardscape thing is orange? This is orange. It's yellow. It absolutely that is, is orange. orange. That's like safety orange. Yes. The uh, company I'm talking about is more of a hazard orange. <laughs> you know, it, it looks like I've got my kids' boy card. Look it up. This orange. Unilock yeah. is red. What did we say it was last time? Red. I and said PK orange. says it's orange. Oh, that's red. Yeah. It's friggin' I orange. Look, I just looked it up. It's red. I, yeah. I think I'm potentially cut. I don't think there's anything in the How to Hardscape logo that looks orange to me. This is completely orange. That's yeah. What, what color is this, guys? That's, That's orange. orange. But you know what? Orange is a shade of red in some way. Yeah, yeah I get that. Some yellow to the red. So, do you remember Tackle Block used to have this color called Oceana? Yes. I and apparently, like the marketing thing was like. Men see green and women see blue in the it stone. Is, I, it is green if you look at it. It's cool. It's up. I have it at my house. Yeah, it's up it's front a, of my. I have pillars of it at my house. Then I had to explain to clients why they stopped making it one year. Why did they stop I, making it? I don't know. I don't know. What why did they, you tell the clients? Because they you just make, said I was explaining to clients why they no, stopped. No, they making said it. I had to. I said I had to explain uh, it to them. I never thought I did a good job or I explained it correctly. <laughs> they just asked why, and I said sometimes they make marketing decisions that I know nothing about. I'm telling you, this looks orange to me. Mm. I just looked it up too. All right, how's it going? <laughs> Conversation got off track. <laughs> I don't think that there's. I, so what was the? Well, okay. So, what's the? I wish your name was there, bro. It says real data. Zach. Zach. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to say that because it was better for me to say I wish your fucking name was there. All right, Zach, how's your season looking? Um, it's it's looking okay. Um, I did. I was getting a little nervous to the point where I I looked up how many emails I had last year compared to this year, and it's. It was pretty much exactly half as many. Um, last last year, I had like a bunch of work um, booked for the spring where I didn't feel like I had to rush out and, and do a bunch of consultations and 
Um, this year going into the season, I, I had like one job that was like sort of lined up. Um, but it's, uh, this is the first season I'm really going into it, not really having anything booked into the schedule, uh, solid. Like I, I feel like I have like a lot of maybes right now. Um, so it's different. It's, I'm not like too concerned about it cause it is starting to pick up now. We still have um, like snow on the ground, so we can't start working yet anyway. Um, and I think, I think part of it I've noticed just from checking out people's Facebook and that, I think a lot more people went on vacation this time uh, compared to last year. So I think maybe that's part of the delay of getting the calls. It seems like maybe all those people who, didn't get to go on vacation in the past, decided to go on vacation now. So I'm expecting the calls and emails will pick up, but it's, it feels slow like everybody else. That's a good point about vacation. Another thing I was worried about is uh, I think a lot of my clients are leveraging against their house to pay for things. And last year, borrowing to do rentals was cheap. Uh, this time, this year, obviously it's like, what is it four times as much so yeah might not want to borrow as much um, yeah definitely i know i, I don't think... i looked at new trucks so it was like six <laughs> percent i'm not doing that yeah we're done buying for this year um i think it would be interesting to see how the number of the clients that i have that finance their project compared to the, the people who pay cash. Like, obviously we don't offer financing or anything, right? But like, that doesn't mean they're not taking money from the bank or something like that, right? That we don't know about. But um, I've never had a client say, well, I'll have to check with the bank. So either they already know what they want to spend or they've already got the money aside or something like that. So um, It would be neat to know, but I guess you can't ask anybody. Are you financing this project? <laughs> I guess it really doesn't matter as long as they're paying the bill. Well, I mean, I think that some of those manufacturers have been promoting yeah. us, us promoting financing people's like it does that I'm, still fly? Like I don't know. When it first came out, I was like, I'm too involved in these people's lives already. Last thing I yeah, need to do is yeah. start like breaking down their financing or have someone call me like 10 years from now and going, remember when we put in this pool, you fucked up my whole life. <laughs> my whole life with your shitty financing plan i'd be like well i didn't really understand it either i didn't sign it or have to pay and that's but i just it seemed way too involved for me to start pushing financing on homeowners it just it was over the top for me i i guess a lot of people were closing bigger projects by offering it and hey props to them but for me it just seemed outside my expertise i agree with that i wouldn't want to get into that I got a question for you guys. It might be too much value, but one mm. thing I keep running into is ever since you started the business, and I've heard this over and over again, is when you ask the person for a budget and then they say, I don't know. They, nobody ever knows what their budget is until you give them a quote and then they find out what the budget is. Do you guys have any tricks? And again, this might be too much value, but any tricks to get that budget so I know what to design and how far to go with the project beforehand? I could use a tip for that too. I'm awful at that. Like, you know what I've been trying this year that has been working for me is um, I actually get clients to take pictures and then send it to my phone, like directly, like a text message. And then I just say, like, uh, if, if they call me, right, I'll just say, hey, take a few shots of your backyard and send it to me just so I know what I'm getting into. Give me like a little bit of rundown to kind of what you're looking for. I'll give you a price range. What would really help me is if you just text me kind of what budget you have, as opposed to asking them right there on the phone and putting them on the spot and trying to get like a verbal response. I can just say, hey, just shoot me a text of like what your budget is and what I got to work with. And I can tell you what you got. And 100% of people that I've said that to have shot me uh, a, a text message with their budget. And I, I hate asking the budget question. I prefer to give them a price range and then see if they're okay with it and then go out with it. But um, ever since like this year, when I started doing that, I haven't had any issues. I, so in my business, I downloaded this responsibility to fancy Nancy green 
And then when she doesn't do it, I yell at her. That's <laughs> not my fault. You yell at Fancy Nancy? Oh, Nancy and I have had some pretty good girls with each other in the past. He just oh, takes really? the leaf lower to her face. The very, <laughs> the very first job, very first job we ever did with Nancy, it got to the planting portion. And the homeowner was like, I don't like Nancy's design. I was like, I don't really give a shit where these plants go. So the guys, guys had called me and said, what do we do with these plants? I said, just shove them in anywhere, wherever the homeowner wants. I don't fucking care. I just want to get paid. I don't give a shit where these plants go. So then before we got the check, Nancy decided to do a final inspection. Like she had some say over what the fuck had gone on there. And she told the guy, these plants are all in the wrong spot. And the guy was the guy was too scared to admit to her that he told us to put them there. So he called me and was like, I'm not paying you until you move all these plants back to where they're wow. supposed to be on the drawing. And I went, what? what the fuck are you talking about? And the guy's like that. So then I called Nancy and it was like a screaming at her. We'd like known each other for like a week, two weeks. And I was like, listen, I don't give a few work with me. You do not fucking tell people when the job is done, we are about getting paid. We are not about moving plants around. I don't give a well, that one won't grow in the light. I said, Well, that's that plant's fucking problem. It can evolution. <laughs> that's the plant problem. Figure out evolution. <laughs> like that's the weak, the weak die, man. The strong survive. Tell that clematis to live in half sun. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Screaming at her. Anyways. <laughs> Screaming. I did legitimately. I feel like Nancy has a better chance at getting the budget because she's the designer. So when she says it, What's your budget? I want to design to your budget. People say to them, oh, well, this is the designer. I don't want her over designing. So they'll tell her. And she's, you know, I think when I asked, they're like, oh, there's the guy from CTV News that's trying to fucking pay my driveway for 50 grand, stupid <laughs> bearded guy. Like, I just, it's just, I never have had any particular success with that question. Like, I just, I don't, it's never gone well for me. And that's why I downloaded it to Nancy. I feel like Mike's little point here could almost be the Caleb's yeah. corner of this episode. Wow. Oh, I don't have many of those, so I'll take them when I get when I get them. I think you have most of them. <laughs> I think we've only done four and you've done two, Mike. Yeah. Like I <laughs> well, someone else did one. Chris Chris did a Caleb's yeah. corner. Didn't he do it? Yeah. He's so yet that... to comment on that, by the way. He's like, busy. Caleb has never commented on his own oh, corner. Oh, that's right. But, Do you guys know who Caleb is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in landscape there. Yeah. Well, this this Caleb's corner is not associated with that Caleb. Just oh. so you know. <laughs> it's it's not associated with him or the Kid Contractor podcast. At right. All. It's just a random name we randomly picked and called it Caleb's Corner. Has nothing to do with Caleb Allman or the Kid Contractor podcast. We're just putting that out there now. So that Mike's little advice of the text messaging, that's the Caleb corner for this episode right there. Now, so like, see, it you, we can bring something of value. We just have to properly address it. That's the rules. Properly addressing it of value. So it helps having guests on the show to ask questions that we likely wouldn't ask each other from that's time true. to time. Yeah. Yeah. And we've focused way less on my eating habits this episode. <laughs> That's true. As well. And I've not <laughs> focused at all on so what so what's your experience this season, Mike? Because we're we're going we've been through the two guests. What's your experience? Uh so I for some reason this winter I've had the most amount of inquiries than I ever have. Um but Aren't that you like dropped off. SEO guy? Yes. Don't you promote doing SEO for other people? Yeah, but people so need to be, be searching for it. You're so fucking good. <laughs> people need to be searching for it for SEO to work, and nobody searches for it in the winter. Um, then, uh, re- then it died down, and then just recently, it's kind of picked back up. Uh, the thing about SEO is that don't make, don't target keywords that you're not willing to do work for. So when I made my website. I made uh, pages for a whole assortment of services, and now I'm getting contacted for each of those services and uh, separate jobs for each of those services. Whereas I created th- those pages in the mindset of when I'm on a job, I'll do those different services if it has to do with hardscaping. For example, I'll do drainage if it's part of the hardscape work. 
I'm not a big fan of doing drainage if it's just a drainage job. So now I'm getting a bunch of inquiries about drainage work. Yeah. Who wakes up every morning and goes, Holy <laughs> exactly. fuck, I want to do some drainage. Like I, <laughs> it's good work and it pays, but yeah. who, who grew up in kindergarten? Like they're going around. What do you want to be? I want to be a cop. I want to be a truck driver. I want to be a garbage man. I want to do drainage. That's not the case. Anyways, go on, Mike. That's all I have to say is that if you are targeting keywords, make sure you're targeting keywords that you're willing to actually do just that work for. Um, that was that was my mistake in the long run because it does take a long time for SEO to to come into effect. So this was probably like a couple of years ago that I actually focused on it for my website. And that was probably the downfall with that right now with the inquiries that I got coming in. Where do you rank on like your, your areas? Like if they search on Google, like landscapers in your area, are, are you like, where are you? Are you in the first page? Are you the first company? Are you middle of the page? Like where do you land? So th this is the tricky part of my situation is that I live in Toronto, but I mostly work in Kitchener. And with my Google My Business account, I just have a service area. I don't have a direct location. So because of that, the majority of leads I, I'm getting are people that used to live in Toronto that have a 647 or 416 area code that have relocated to Kitchener. So I tend to rank higher in Toronto, but because of my service area, the majority of those leads are coming out Kitchener way. Um, so when you Google my business and on the map, I don't show up on the map because the most valuable thing that you can do is actually mark a location of where you're located on your map rather than do a service area. And uh, and then the next biggest thing that you can do is focus on reviews, which I haven't. So I'm I'm ranking high for more obscure things such as drainage work, uh, lighting, <laughs> uh, sodding, repairs. Not so much outdoor living spaces, interlock, things like that. Where do you rank for fish ponds? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a page for fish ponds yet, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So I got one inquiry in the last two weeks to asphalt someone's driveway and do some pavers. And it was also from a previous customer. So... I don't know. I our season the start of our season has been brutally slow. Yeah. Terribly, terribly slow. So um, what do you do when things get that slow? Like what are some alternatives that you've been working on to try to get more leads come in? Uh so we we went to every job that we didn't close last year. And we went through them because I mean, last year there was a lot of leads and we priced a lot of stuff and we never followed up on stuff because we had stuff close, stuff was closing easy. So we followed up on everything uh, we didn't close last year to see if it had been done to see if, um, you know, that, and that's something I used to do back when it was hard to get jobs. I would, the first thing I would do in the spring is go to everything that I had quoted and not closed the year before. And then I would send out an email to all those people because you might pick up two or three people, stragglers that were like, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. Or I just, you know, now I don't want to, I want to be able to get to my pool without walking through the grass. And this year I have the money or it was a good way in the past to, um, for us to pick up what's something I used to do in the past. So we've done that. Kelly and I went through all that. Um, there's a lot of work that Nancy like planting and garden work that she quotes that I don't usually look at um, because it's, I usually look for probably a bit bigger projects, but this year I've like, I've called everyone that I know a lot of people working on bigger stuff and said, Hey, if you guys have walkways, if you have, I'm taking anything this year, any lead from anyone. And I've called lots of the contractors in our area that people that I know that are, I mean, I know a lot of the contractors in our area because we do bins for everybody. So if a, if people are really busy, I'll be like, hey, man, if you get some like walkway leads you don't want, shoot them over to me. I'm not I'm not too proud to ask someone to help me out, I guess. I've asked for help. Um, <laughs> that can be a double-edged sword, though, because you can get 200 phone, like you can get a lot of people get, sending you everything, too. So it's 
you have to be careful who you talk to about stuff like that. Um, I followed up on some commercial stuff I priced last fall. I actually went to the site to see if the work had been done. Went there. The work had never been. It's at a university, which moves at the speed of you can only imagine slowness. So I went to the university and I saw that the work had not been completed. And so I sent some follow-up emails and they actually said they wanted us to do the work spring, summer. Um, but that was a good, that was like, you know, $250,000, $300,000 worth of work. So, you know, that's a good, it's some, it's going to happen somewhere, but I don't know where. Um, but it's, and I mean, we've been trying to network with people and I've been trying to post more relevant things to maybe get some leads. And some days that goes good for me. And some days I get dragged back into the pit of disaster that is me. So it's like, it's, I, I try really hard. I'm like, I'm going to make some really good posts this week about landscaping. And I think, I feel like I do make some good posts about it, but then immediately I do like a 90 second food review. Cause my sandwich from Tim Hortons is a piece of garbage. <laughs> and like it's like a double-edged sword. I don't know. So I, I tried do, doing like actually posting some stuff. I did do some Facebook ads that were, that were um, like I paid and they actually drove quite a bit of traffic to the website, which might lead to leads this week when the weather's better. The weather's been pretty shitty here. Honestly, my whole life, I've never once in the spring been this slow ever. Really? Wow. On day one, day one that I decided to contract for myself, I had more leads and more opportunity than I do today. It's cra- It's fucking crazy. There's all like, those pavers that delaminated. Potentially. <laughs> I, I am like, Spending Sunday pricing driveway aprons. Ugh. Driveway hey, aprons. But you know what? I'm not too good to yeah, do no, that I, work. And, I agree. And, like I have nothing. And that's what's available that. to me is this you know, we're trying to upsell a driveway apron because if we can upsell the driveway apron to three hundred square feet of pavers plus the asphalt, that's a nice job for a couple guys for a few days. You know? Yeah. And it's good yeah. for our trucks. We can haul the asphalt away and demo it ourselves and bring the gravel and like it's but last year if someone asked me to price a driveway apron i probably would have said i'm really busy this year i'm pricing driveway aprons we have one really big job that it's been a weird experience it's like a it's a big job it's probably eight weeks worth of work and it's just been a like you're sitting at the table and the homeowner is saying i need to speak to my husband about this but her husband's in the other room waving at me and i'm like well he's there can we speak to him i'll have to speak to him about this okay but he's there and he shook my hand when we came in the house no i'll speak and then you leave then it's it's been going on for like eight weeks and to be fair normally i would have told this person to go fuck themselves by now i will speak to your husband with this baseball bat in his fucking windshield like I'm done with you, you fucking morons. But this year, <laughs> and there I goes like, that job. <laughs> I know that's that's story of my whole fucking life, right there. That's my anger yeah. and frustration. I well, I just this year I've been really patient about it. I've been trying to like work through it and see it through to the end. And but the whole time I'm doing it, I'm like, I know if this person is this big a fucking moron now. That situation is not yeah. getting better when I have their whole property yeah. ripped up. It It's more advantageous for me to pay people to clean the fucking yard than to go to this person's house. I already know that. Because this person is a fuck up. I, I have to speak. Your husband let me in the house. He shook my fucking hand. What the fuck are you talking about? I got it. To, he's here. Bring him to the meeting. This has gone on three times. Guys, speak what? to my husband. He's here. In the fucking house. What are you talking about? He's not, he's not in another country. Even if the guy was at work, I'd be like, okay, I get it. He's at work. He's not at work. He's in the fucking living room watching wrestling. What are you talking about? Like, watching wrestling. So fucked. It's just, I, anyways, I got that job going on, which is obviously going well. And I'm sure you will soon see us there. And an even bigger fuck show than it is now because I will probably get this job now and then we'll go do it and it'll be a total fucking disaster. But whatever. 
This is the roads you walk down, and you know you're walking down them, and you can't stop. You can't stop yourself. You just, yeah, I've been, been just, there. It's like a, it's like a train wreck, and you just have to see it through. It's yeah. it just, I just have to see the thing right through to the end. I have to, I have to watch it. It has to happen. I need it to happen. It, um, I need to live it, and then remind myself why am I doing this? Why am I putting myself through this? But. Anyways, that's what I have going on. And it's like super on the flip side, uh all our, our trucks seem really busy. So that that part of our company is is um doing really well, the trucking side. We got set we picked up some really great clients over the winter and some of our clients that we have have talked to other people that they know in the industry about our service and how we provide it. And I feel like that's that part of our business is doing really well. And hey. Sorry, could you put the landscapers in a truck for a day if they were no not busy? All our no, trucks are not, not G licensed, right? Okay, they're just they're all, G landscapers. Yeah. And we actually like have like yeah, we have like drivers. So yeah, I I mean our big our biggest client did agree to take our crew one of our crews for the year in uh, May. Oh. So that was great news. So I I think we're gonna like we're gonna fight our way through it. It's all gonna be okay. It's just a tough. It's tough when the phone doesn't ring because it makes you feel like you made some mistake when really it's maybe nothing that I did personally. It's just the way it is right now. And maybe two days from now, our phone will ring off the hook and we'll get a thousand emails. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. I, I was nervous, but then I also went like crazy telling everybody that I'm taking on jobs and now I'm getting more calls and I can call back. So that's one year we used to. So this is a long time ago because one we used to do one home show every year to just sort of launch off the residential season. This is probably fifteen years ago, ten years ago, and uh, maybe more than ten, probably. Yeah. Anyways, we used to do one home show every year to launch the year off. It was just everyone. It was like the one chance a year when we got a chance, like to just build whatever we wanted. Because a home show booth, you're not required to build what anyone wants you build what you want what you would be the most proud of what you think takes skill what your idea so we used to like it it was a good start to the season was to build a home show booth and then it's we used to have a lot of fun with it meet a lot of people book appointments and then one year we said we'll do two home shows and all that happened after doing two home shows was we had way too many fucking leads way too many phone calls and the, the work I really wanted, I didn't get to focus on. And I picked up a whole bunch of like sodding people's fucking front lawns that I wanted nothing to do with because I was going to so many quotes. So it's a crazy double-edged sword to go from not having any quotes to having way too many. That year, I just, I learned a lesson about putting too many, too many people in the funnel. And that also, those two home shows led to the double Garth situation. Oh, <laughs> where I just there was too many Garths. So if you do two home shows, you might know you might meet two Garths. And I can tell you no person should know more than one Garth at a time. That's just my life advice. One Garth is more than enough. One Garth is more than enough. Yeah. That was one thing I did too was like I reached out to our biggest client and said, Hey, like this is what I can you help me? And was honest with them about my situation. And I reached out to some of the other commercial landscapers we know, like Chad, but he never closed his job in Napanee. So well, that, I, maybe it's closed. Okay. I don't know, actually. I'll text. Well, work harder. What do you mean work harder? I'm full to the brim as it is. Yeah, but I can send the people to Napanee. But this, the building's not even built yet, Mike. Get the this building is two up, years Chad. away. <laughs> well, it's not helping these, me in July. These things year. don't happen overnight. I know. What are they doing? two weeks from now do you have anything two weeks from now yeah. uh maybe i don't know maybe Can we maybe take not. them at queens queens how far away is queens kingston what that's need- further than cornwall they- is not what do they need to do no no it's in between us no, uh, between we have ten thousand square feet of brick to do on a pavilion uh on i don't know quarter inch can- chip i can check the schedule and send the guys maybe how many that weeks would- Ten thousand square feet worth. No, how many weeks till you need to do the job? Oh, uh, it's supposed to start on the twenty fourth. 
Uh, we have five weeks to do it. How many guys are you sending? As many as I can spare. <laughs> how, how many? What kind of papers is it? These are the questions you got to ask. Um, <laughs> Conperm. They're like two by two slabs. They're square. I think they're 50 mil. I think they're new. That's a big size paver. Yeah, we're going to suck them all in. Suck them in? Oh, yeah. I might. Maybe I could send a couple guys up to Kingston to suck pavers with Chad. Maybe that's. Yeah, the... we're getting a. Uh, what do we get? What do you call when you stay overnight there? What do you call that thing? Verdiem. Uh, Airbnb. Airbnb. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Verdiem money. Well, they get whatever it takes to get the job done. We just got to get this job done. And we actually thought about buying a house in Kingston. We have so much work up there and coming up. Like, is it worth it just to buy a house instead of renting Airbnbs? For months at a time. How much is an Airbnb in Kingston? I think it's like three grand a month. That seems pretty fair. Yeah. Like seven. How many people does it house? Five or six. Yeah. But like that's nobody sleeping on couches and stuff. Like the one we got last year was five nice big bedrooms and stuff. And everybody was comfortable. These guys there. might sleep on couches at home. Yeah, but. You got to give them an incentive to stay away from home, right? Yeah. Oh, well. So, so, so when that is in, t- well, I'll check the schedule. Check the schedule. The people. Yeah. Maybe that would be, that would be helpful because I'm spoken for in two other spots at that same time. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. Welcome to contracting. What's the, what's it like sharing a roof with five other landscapers at once? Uh, everybody goes back to their room after dinner and you don't hear from them until the next morning when it's time to go to work. Like, there's, gotcha. okay, I so mean, people I would send might be a bit different. It's not like, <laughs> well, out there. we're not like at dinner, they'll have a couple drinks and stuff, but nobody's wild. Right. Cause you got to get up and go to work the next day. It's still a job, but maybe we're just lucky that the guys aren't so wild. So, like Brad, the mechanic, was in our yard all day today, and uh, we we're just talking about like landscape culture, because so our we have a generator that runs the electrical pump on the fuel tank in our yard because our yard is like anyways long story. So you have to start the generator, and the generator came with a key and a battery to start it. You start the generator, off you go. But then the battery stopped working one day. So then the generator also has a pull cord. So we started just using the pull cord until the pull cord broke. So today I had the pull cord apart and I was looking at it in the yard and Paul, the fabricator and Brad, the mechanic were there with me. And they said, Oh, maybe we could get like a little motor. And and I said, no, no, it has a key, but it's not working. And so we just, we started using the fucking pull cord and they go, well, why did the, why did the battery stop working? And I'm like, I don't know. And look into that. I just started using the pull cord. <laughs> Brad was like, that is the most landscape culture thing I've ever heard in my whole life. So he opens the battery box and goes, well, the terminals vibrated loose and aren't even attached anymore. So he screwed <laughs> it down. And in 15 seconds, the key was working again. He's like, how long have you guys been using the pull cord? I'm like, well, long enough that we broke it at least five or six months <laughs> all winter. He's like, that's, just... but because none of us even thought to check the battery. We just assumed that's broken forever. Fuck it. Let's pull <laughs> that's this cord. Thing. Yeah. But it, he said like, that's landscape culture is so interesting because it's, yeah. it's just like, it's just you have to be a landscaper to understand why we would do that. You, you always <laughs> find a workaround, right? Like you'll, you'll take yeah. another path to, to get the results that you want. Like there's lots of broken shit that we just use something else because that's broken now. And the only time it's going to get fixed is maybe at the end of the season over the winter. Mind That's... you, I have two, my two big packers, my diesel packer and my big gas packer have been in VARS for four months now, and they still can't give me a date to when they're going to be ready. I'm like, don't you think this is a little ridiculous? You've had my machine for four months. They're like, oh yeah, well, the parts are on order. I'm like, this isn't COVID anymore. Like, do I have to pick these things up and take them somewhere else? And 
anyway, I got into it on the phone with the guy. But so today, one of our trucks, um, the turp, there's something, something to do with the turbo, blew a gasket out of it, blah, 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 blah. I don't understand what it's doing, but it makes a whistling sound when you drive it. And it's not good for the truck. These are things, and it's very expensive to repair. These are the three things I've concluded from this situation. There's a whistling sound when you drive, some gasket blew up, and you got to pull the whole ECM, half the motor apart to fix it. And you need some ga- new gasket and some new clamp. I, these are so Christy's truck wasn't getting certified. The truck's drivable. And as long as Christy drives it, because she drives that truck every day and no one else drives it, it's fine. She won't blow it up because she knows, anyways. But we still need to get it fixed. So truck wasn't getting certified, got certified. They ordered the parts. They said, Christy's going going away. So they said, bring it back when she's not driving anyways. So I bring the fucking truck back. I'm there today. The guy goes, yeah. They said it's like two and a half, three weeks to get these parts. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, same thing. I was like, it's not him. It's not the mechanic, dude. Yeah. It's like, why is this taking so fucking long now? Like, I don't understand. It's like the whole world became useless. We're done with this like, excuse. Like, it's time to, well, you're get done to work again. It. Well, yeah. You're personally done with it, but the rest of the world isn't. Pro Pro market. Market. <laughs> <laughs> My locates have been coming within a who week. Do, who, does locates in, who does locates in Moncton? How does that work? 